Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turn marketer, turn interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. All right, guys, it is time for part three of our discovery call role plays. And I need to warn you that I forgot when these were pre-scheduled that I would be in the middle of a rent out. And I'm in the basement of my home while some demo-y type stuff is happening upstairs. So you're going to hear periodically some banging around. So please hopefully bear with me, bear with it. Uh, I promise it's worthwhile. But uh, yeah, so I think it's high time that I procure some headset, some proper headset for this business because I, I was like, I'm not buying this until I know for sure I'm going to be podcasting for a while. And I think it's safe to say I'm going to be doing this for a little while yet. So guys, I'm going to buy a proper headset for this so that hopefully my audio quality can improve. But for now, this is what it is. So here we go. Enjoy. All right, guys, I'm here today with Colleen Prim Design. Thank you for being here, Colleen. Thank you. So Colleen was one of the brave souls who volunteered herself to do the discovery call um, uh, role-playing. Wow, word-finding issues. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. We have a reno happening here. Um, but yeah, so she. this is the third one I'm doing, and I know I have one more scheduled, um, hopefully with, with Claire Jefford, but I'm excited. I think I'm just going to launch three separate podcasts all about the discovery call and people are just going to listen to three to four different people do their discovery calls the way they do and we're going to talk about it and see what we can all learn from it so thank you because I know that role playing is not the funnest thing to do but we're going to do it it's gonna be great so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your backstory and like where you come from I know you just started your business a couple years ago so tell us a little bit about that sure so I did start my business a couple years ago. Um, before I did design, I was in banking. So I was in banking for about 12 years. So I did commercial banking and residential banking. And it's from the banking world that I found my love for design because I, my banking background is um, refinancing people's homes. So I would look at appraisals with people's refinance and when you get appraisals done, you have pictures of the inside of people's houses mm. and then I'm seeing all these inside of people's houses and I'm like, Oh, that could be better. So that's where the love came from. And then, um, about two years that's ago, that's such I an interesting, like you, that's, that's not like the <laughs> typical way you hear people get in, like fall in love with interiors, but that is really funny and that's cool. I like it. I know most people are like, I redid my room when I was little. I totally never yeah. did that. It was more from like, yeah, wow, yeah. it was ugly. Like, I could make that better. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So about three years ago, I decided that I was going to quit my corporate job. And um, I went back to school for design. And then I opened my own business. Um, I have a master's in business. Oh, so Oh, damn. Amazing. Kind of cheating a little bit. So 
Yeah. So I have a master's in business. So I have the business part locked down and then I went and got the, you know, the schooling for design. So I've been doing, I've had my business for like three years and I have a private Facebook group that's only for clients. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm really successful with that. So a lot of the things that we're going to go over today, I have a lot of like really great things to share in sales tips and things. Um, Some of them I actually don't have to use anymore because out of my Facebook group, people just come to me and they're like, I'm ready to work with you. When can we schedule something? So, you know, that's, that's awesome. And that totally helps, but I definitely want to share some of my tips and tricks with everyone. That's amazing. Let's, before we get into that, like, why don't you share a little bit of the things you did say about your Facebook group? First of all, don't go join her Facebook group. It's client facing people were doing that. That's why I started the designer Facebook group. That was the catalyst was like, I need these designers to stop joining my Facebook group for clients. Not because I was scared of competition, but I was like, this is muddying the audience and confusing things. Like I I need to know that it's a very like pure audience and like having like 50% designers in there talking to them when they already know this stuff, like it's not super helpful. So anyway, tell everybody then like when you launched your Facebook group and how you've been working that to, to get things going for you. So I launched my Facebook group about a year ago. So June 1st of 2018, I launched it. Um, depending on when you listen to this Um, So I've had it about a year and I do Facebook lives in there. I do an ask a designer. So I post a, you know, I post a question that says, Hey, I'm going to be talking about lighting, but post your other questions below. And I usually get at least three to five people asking questions a week. And then I go in on Mondays. That's the day to do the live. And I will answer those questions. And then the other days of the week, I'll post maybe a graphic about, you know, quality of like fabric or furniture or something that's very helpful to them. And then on Thursdays, um, my other Facebook Live, I do what's called Shop Local. And I go into local places that are small, family-run, stuff like that, that are home-related. And I show people their home decor, home something there. Um, And I do that for several reasons. One, it establishes a really great rapport with a local vendor. And then two, um, I realized that not everyone is going to hire a designer. If you're in my group, you're going to hire me. I'm going to be the designer that you're going to hire because why else would you be in my group if you were never going to hire me? And we know those people that will just never hire a designer ever but I'd rather have them take my advice than kind of go off on their own. So it's some local places. And then I've established some really great connections with local business owners. And when people come into these places that I've done Facebook lives that and they mention my name, they're going to get a discount and I can get a commission as well. So it well, works out. That's so smart. Yeah. So it works out for everyone. I love it. Okay. So, Damn. So you just show up with like your phone? Is your phone your camera? My phone is my camera. So if you do lives, it's not like you need to have all this equipment. Yeah. It's like selfie styles. Yeah. Yeah. I always get the owner's permission, which I talk about it. I tell them how many people are in the group and everyone is local. So it behooves them for free advertising to have me come into their store and say a little something about their product or something that I like in there. 
I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I might try that strategy on Instagram because it's also, um, if they see it, they can reshare it onto theirs and that helps with, yeah, I like what you're doing. I like it a lot. That's so, so smart. Done that. Um, the local Benjamin Moore store that is by me, I do all of their color consultations now. You better um, stop. I'm that's amazing. Consultation person. Oh my God, that's so genius. So you just like went in there and you're like, hey, I'm Colleen. And I yep. want to be your color consultation person. And they just like, anytime anybody needs help, they just say, here's your they girl. Were, and they give them your card. Yep. And I have a marketing, um, you know, handout that's in their paint section. So when you're looking at all of their color swatches, my face and my favorite colors, how to contact me are right in there. That is so smart, smarty pants. <laughs> what made you think to do that? I don't even, it's so like, it's so smart, but like, it's so simply, it's just simple and very effective. Because yeah, the only thing where, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm in Cleveland, outside Cleveland, oh. Ohio. Got um, it. Okay. But the only thing that's stopping you from doing that to some local place is you. Yup. For sure. hundred percent. It's all fear. <laughs> yep. All they could have said was no, but why would they do that? Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, that one's going, I'm going to re-listen to this when I edit it and write that down. And I'm, I, cause that is like an intimidating thing to do. I remember I walked into the Benjamin Moore store the first time I hosted a workshop and, um, I wanted them to like promote it for me. I was like, Oh, can I leave these flyers here? And I was all like timid and shy. About it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So it, needless to say, it sounds like you've got a lot of right, a, a lot of places that are going to drive you to hop on a call with somebody, which is mm -hmm. why we're here today. So we are going to talk today to Paula and Jessica and um, we're going to approach this a little bit more um, we're, because you were saying to me that generally speaking, you don't get a lot of information before you do hop on a call. So we're going to pretend she doesn't know anything and I'm going to tell her the information that, well, I'm going to tell her whatever she asked me to tell her. That's how I'm going to do it. She's going to lead this call and that's how we're going to play this out. So do you want to get started? Yes. Are so, we ready? So just a reminder for everyone. So this is a discovery call. So this discovery call shouldn't be super long but you should get some good information from not only your client, but you should share some good information about your services. And the object of the discovery call is to book the interior design consultation or whatever service that they are looking for. I love it. Absolutely. That is a uh, hot tip number one for Michelle, which is uh, sometimes my calls go on for like 45 minutes. They should probably be less than 10. Right. Uh, this is where I have learned over the last like two of these that I've done that I say way too much, <laughs> which is what prompted this whole thing. Okay, we're going to get started. So you're going to call me, I assume? Um, you're or am I calling you? You call me. Okay, because I, I just depends on how people... Okay, so I'm calling you. Okay, ring, 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 ring. Hi, this is Colleen from Design. Uh, how can I help you today? 
Oh, hi, Colleen. I saw you. Um, actually, a friend of mine re recommended you. And my name's Paula. Sorry, I should start with my name. But I'm basically just looking for somebody to help me. Um, I just bought a condo. It's probably about 800 square feet. And um, it's a two-story loft, like very open, very open concept, very large windows. But I have I have zero furniture, um, despite like it's, it's very open and bright. So I probably need window treatments, but I'm just looking for help on how to make the best use of the limited amount of space that I have. I live alone. Um, and I have a kind of like a modern aesthetic and yeah, I just, Oh, I, I should also say this is important information. I, I just bought the condo. I don't have possession yet. I'm taking possession, early June. And I really just want to get started as soon as possible so that, you know, by the time I move in, we already have paint colors picked out. I'm ready to get going and furniture has hopefully like been ordered and on its way. So I have two opportunities to see the condo before I take possession. So hoping that, you know, we can get in there and do some of that pre-work up front. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your new condo. Thank you. I'm pretty pumped. All right, so let me grab some quick information from you um, so that we can get started. So, Paula, what's your last name? Johnson. All right, and Paula, what is the address of your new condo? 123 Mary Street. Awesome. And then um, what is the best number that I can reach you at? 544-251-0000. Four, two. Awesome. And then one last thing real quick. What's your email? Uh, hello at hello.com. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. So real quick, um, most of my clients are looking to do one of three things. So I know you described it a little bit, but um, I just want to go through these real quick. So Again, most of my clients are looking to do one of three things. One, we're looking to do an interior design consultation. So what that is, is I come out and I walk through the home. We discuss paint colors and selections, one of treatment ideas, lighting, some styling tips, some furniture recommendations, and all the things that you're going to need for your project. Um, the second thing um, that people are looking to do is like an e-design project. So... I come out and do the consultation and maybe you are a big self-starter and you just like to take the information and run with it and buy all, everything on your own. So I would provide you with the list after um, the consultation and basically do all the design for you. And then you can go out and you basically kind of buy everything retail. The third thing that most people look for when they call me is a full service design. So again, that starts with the consultation but with this process, um, I take over everything. So it's a 10-step process where I handle steps um, from 1 to 10 um, with the entire design. It's basically I'll get estimates, implement the design, um, order everything, and we have a big reveal day like HGTV. Um, so which one of these three do you think best describes what you're looking for right now? A full service sounds like what I'm looking for. Okay. I guess like I'm just, um, I've never worked with a designer and I should probably tell you that I am, um, like I, I have, you're one of three that I'm talking to. I was referred three people from my realtor, mm -hmm. um, who, anyway, you don't need to know that backstory, but, um, so I, I just really have never worked with a designer. I have no idea what it costs. I'm really curious on 
what the cost might be for first service for for full service like you just explained which thank you for sharing that um yeah like what might that what might that fee look like if I was I'm I'm really glad you brought that up so um for the interior design consultation the investment is 197 and that's for up to two hours and I'll come out and then once I'm there I think you'll find that we'll work really well together and then we can talk pricing um for the full service design because it's really going to depend on how much exactly you need um once I'm at your um new condo we can talk about that then i do have prices for hourly and things like that listed on my website as well if you'd like to go check that out but like i said most things are really going to start with the design consultation so that investment is 197 um so tell me a little bit more about your new condo i know you said you're looking for new furniture because you don't have any right now right no no furniture whatsoever mostly because um the furniture that i had doesn't really meet the aesthetic that i'm after now and it's just i'm moving from a totally different space and it was all way too big awesome awesome well that's exciting new furniture is always exciting right yes yeah i mean i so i i was thinking like i maybe like fifteen thousand for furniture like what do you think of that does that sound realistic Well, I have uh, actually, um, what I'm going to do is once we book the consultation, I'm going to send you a welcome packet and it has some really nice suggestions on good, better, best furniture um, so that you have a really good idea of how uh, things are going to fit into your budget. Um, What are one one to two goals that you have for this project? Um, I mean, well, first of all, I just feel like, cause I, I own a business. Um, I don't feel like I have time to do this really on my own. I want to get it done as fast as possible. I want it to look cool and kind of reflect. I just wanted to feel like it's a reflection of me. Okay. So you feel like your apartment or place that you're at right now doesn't really reflect who you want to be? Yeah, I mean, it's just basically a blank canvas. So, and I don't have any of the things. And I, so yeah, I wanted to look. I just wanted, mostly I feel like I would need help to make it, to use the space as effectively as possible because it's not the biggest space. Awesome. Well, I'm really good at that. So don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other people that you are going to be um, talking to about the design that would need to be included in the interior design consultation? Or is it just you no. as a speaker? Just me. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Um, So let's go ahead and uh, book that consultation. So I have uh, next week open. I have Thursday and Friday open next week. Which day works better for you? So I'm actually already, I have two other calls with other designers that I I want, I would like to talk to you to, before making the decision on how to proceed. Also just because I have never worked with a designer, I just didn't know what the cost might be. Like, what is your thought on like what the cost might be for say the for like not the furnishings but like the services like what are what is your hourly rate like how many hours like are you able to give me a bit of a range on that the hourly rates are listed on my website but i'm uh, 95 dollars an hour and like i said it's really going to depend on you know how much we need um as far as the project goes um, so I don't want you to be as concerned about the cost because we can make, you know, something work. And like I said, maybe an e-design works for you where you can buy things um, at different times when budget allows. So that's something that we can explore at the consultation as well. Um, what other questions do you have? Because I can see your wheels are turning in your head. So I want to make sure that I answer your questions. 
Um, realistically, I'm just curious, like I, I, you've answered a lot of my questions and I think that's great that you have some options, um, as far as like how we could work together at this point, I feel like I just need, like, I mean, I've already committed to talking to two other people, so I just want to have those. And I think by probably middle next week, I'll be ready to decide like whether or not I should, I'll be moving forward at this point. I was just kind of like, a trying to figure out whether, it makes more sense if, if I should just do it on my own or whether I would move forward with a designer to do it. And I think it's just kind of like budgetary reasons. And so, you, you said you'd never worked with a designer before. So let me ask you a question. Um, when's the last time you went shopping? Um, I don't really shop a lot. You don't shop like for like a new shirt or a dress or anything? Um. When would I have done that? It's been a while. I'm just, I'm so busy with my business. So it gets really tough. Yeah. To, you, but I mean, probably like three months ago. Okay. So when you went out shopping, did you buy, like, as soon as you saw something that you liked, did you buy it? Or were you like, eh, I don't know if I really want this? I'm more of an, eh, I don't know if I really want this. So it takes me a little bit to make those decisions. Gotcha. So most of the time, once we see what we want, we're ready to purchase. And ready to buy it because that red dress, we know it looks good on us and we're going to go ahead and be looking good for that hot date or whatever we're going to use the red dress for, right? So I was just curious, what are you looking for that you haven't found? What do you mean? As far as like the designer or? As far as the designer goes. Um, to be honest, like at the end of the day, I just, I mean, obviously I want it to be a good fit. Like you sound great. So obviously it sounds like I'd love working with you. Um, but I'm just trying to get a better handle on what the fees might be in order to like maximize the furniture and, um, you know, talking to a few other designers as well, like I said. So um, I don't really know until I guess I know. Gotcha. No problem. So what I think you should do is if you want to give the, you know, the other designers a call, I think that's awesome. Um, I do book up really quickly. So that's why I wanted to make sure we could at least get the consultation on the books because I don't want you to miss out. So did you want to book on a Thursday or a Friday? Um, you know what? I think I'm just going to... Uh, can I get back to you next week? I'm just going to... I will email you next week and let you know for sure one way or another which what, what I'm thinking. How about this? How about I contact you? That sounds good. Sure. Absolutely. Okay, so um, I can contact you on Thursday. Does afternoon or the morning work better for you? The morning, the morning works great. Okay, I have a 9 o'clock or an 11 o'clock that I can call you. What's better? 11. All right, perfect. I have all your information, so I look forward to talking to you and hopefully we can book that consultation. And um, good luck with everything. And if you have any questions, you let me know, okay? That sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks. And click. Okay, that was good. I felt like a dick. So, <laughs> like, well, oh, that was so difficult. Let me tell you, Paula has not been a fan favorite of the people I've talked to. <laughs> but, um, well, it's just interesting because I didn't do here. Here is where I'm stuck. I think is that I don't offer e-design, but I, I offer mostly because I. The only way I'll do e-design is like if I'm slow and if I feel like it's going to be a good project because I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I like what you're saying, which is like, maybe what we could, like, maybe I could lean a little heavier on the fact that 
we could at least do, I guess I get stuck in that. Let's say you didn't have e-design, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you do if somebody's like, really just like, I don't know if I can afford this. And like, how would you handle that? Kind of, if you're like, well, don't worry, if it's not going to be full service, it can be e-design because this is where my head is. And maybe this is where the issue lies. With a consultation, sometimes when it's going to be full service, it's a little it's a little less intensive with the details of like ideas. Like I'm still going to talk about ideas, but it's less of a, I need to make sure you're using this two hours as effectively as possible because we're not going to do full service and you only want, you only want consultation. But if I am thinking maybe we're going to be doing full service, we're approaching it, we're talking about the scope, we're trying to finalize that, we're talking about some ideas very loosely, but then maybe by the time we talk about those, you know, what that might look like, they're like, oh, that's way more than I thought. Mm -hmm. So I guess, yeah, what would you, like, what would you do in that situation? Do you have advice? I think you're overthinking the discovery call. Okay. Um, Because your objection, like objective, is to book the consultation to get in the home so that you can sell your other services, whether that's window treatments, whether that is e-design, whether that's full service, or whether it's design on demand. After you have the consultation booked and you go out there, then you can show them your ideas and how wonderful you are to work with. And you can find, you should be able to find something that you can offer them so that you can obtain their business. Right. So, a couple I, of, and yes, I am overthinking. That's what I yes. do. <laughs> you're, over, you're overthinking it. So a couple of things I wanted to point out. Sure. Me, like kind of the script that I do. So okay. um, in the beginning of the call, you kind of gave me your like whole big spiel. Notice okay. I like reeled you back in. Yeah. I asked for all of your information that we need, your full name, not just that you're Paula. Um, and I asked for your address and your phone number and your email. Cause even if I didn't book with you, so we didn't, I didn't make the sale for the consultation and that's okay. You're not going to do that every time, but now I have all of your information. So now you can go on my email list. So when maybe you were going to talk to these other two people and you don't like them, but you didn't pick up my phone call next week either. Yeah. You're just not ready. You're, I still have your email now, so you'll go on my list. So you'll still get blasted maybe you know once a month or once a week, however often you send your email out. So you're still going to be top of the mind for them. Yep. Um, also, um, notice, so let me ask you a question. On that phone call, who do you feel like was in control? Were you in control or was I in control? You were in control for sure. So how do your calls normally go? Who's in control on your calls? I think it depends wildly on the call, but sometimes they might be in control. So <laughs> that's awesome. I'm just being real. That's yep. okay. That's okay. And yep. that's, that's what happens a lot because a lot of us designers are people pleasers. So we're just like, okay, that sounds great. So you need to remain in control of the sale because that's what this is. So if you don't think you're a salesperson, and I don't necessarily just mean you, I mean you listener, yep. you don't think you're a salesperson, you are wrong. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, freaking 100% we are. Yeah, you totally are. <laughs> so I also do the three, like, three boxes or three things. 
So I like that. I do like that. I highlighted like my big things I do. I also do obviously a lot of color consultations, but I know with our scenario, it wasn't just a color consultation. So I didn't have that in my box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But this way I give you the three things that most of my clients do and you pick the one that is best you think is best for you, but really they all start with the consultation. Yeah. I like that actually. And I think I'm going to read, I think I need to be, I think I need to use my consultation a little bit harder. And I had Actually, the, my podcast that went live this week, we talked about the consultation in a way that I really liked. And I was like, I need to come back to this consultation thing because maybe I don't do e-design, but maybe what I could say is like, you know what? We've done one consultation now. You could try to implement what you can and you can always have me back for another two hours. And that could be how we work with people ongoing. And I think I need to change my price on that because she made a really good point. She being Andrea McQueen that I talked to, um, that... It's such a huge value to somebody to be banging out like design ideas right there that that price tag should be higher. Yeah. And then and even if like it's a still an affordable option, it's still like you're getting yeah. like great ideas and we could be sourcing stuff right there if that's what you want. Well, I don't care. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Like, so I think I need to rely on that a little heavier and yeah. say like what I do offer is like if, but only, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to let you keep going. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I like that. So yeah, so like designer on demand, you could offer that, but you want to offer that after you have gotten into the house and had that, had booked that initial consultation and gotten into the house to then offer your other services after you're talking to them more and finding out and discovering what else they need. Um, So notice when I put in my price was in the middle of the call. Um, it was not at the very end of, and oh, by the way, my design consultation cost X. Um, okay. So the reason that you don't want to put the cost of your service or whatever your design consultation is at the very end, because now when you hang up the phone, the last thing that your new potential new client is thinking about is the cost. Good one. So I like that. By putting it in the middle of the call and just briefly talking about it and continuing to go on you've already mentioned it they already know how much it is but you're not really taking like a pause because when you pause it implies that it's someone else's turn to talk yeah so when i say like okay awesome my interior design consultation investment so notice i use the word investment is 197 and when you decide to move forward with the consultation I'm going to send you a link you can pay with a credit card. And so tell me a little bit more about your project. Yeah. I didn't give you time to object to it or talk about it. It was just like, this is what it is. Let's talk about your project. That's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. That's so good. So just make sure, you know, you're thinking about placement of things. Because no one can hang up and be like, oh, so yeah, I talked to her and it was, know $500 for the consultation she just told me like that kind of puts a damper on the good conversation that you've had yeah before okay and then so goals when I asked you about your goals and then I was very specific to ask you if you had a partner or someone else that is a decision maker and what their goals are so you did not have a decision maker with Paula it was just Paula but if you have husband and wife, you know, partners, 
um, whatever the situation is, you want to ask, you know, are you and your partner on the same page? Do you have any goals that differ? What are their goals? Okay. Got it. I like that. That you can make sure that if they are different, you already know that going in that you're going to have to overcome the spouse's partner's different goal, or you're also going to flesh out. I haven't talked to my spouse yet. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. That might be. Yeah, exactly. That Uh, could rear its ugly head. Yep. Or the, Oh, you don't have to worry about them. You know, we always have to worry about a partner. Let's be honest there. You're not going to spend thousands of dollars without talking to your partner, significant other, someone. Yeah. So it's important to know what their goals are. Um, Sometimes they don't necessarily have to be at the consultation, but if you're doing a full service, I always insist that they're there at the presentation. And I think most people do, but this kind of flushes it out of, you know, are are they kind of doing it behind their spouse's back? Like what's happening there? That could be awkward. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, Okay, you know, I have wild I, I need to have a script in front of me that I look at and like stick to. What so I noticed too, you did talk about your full service and you did yeah. just say like it's a it's a process, steps one through ten, which is similar. I have that too. Mine's like three phases also. Um you don't you intentionally don't get into too much of that though, right? No, because that's not the objective of the discovery call. So if someone... The objective is, asking, is to schedule a consultation. Yeah, that is the objective. So if they have follow-up questions, then I'll be happy to answer them. Or what I also do is once they book the consultation, I will send them a welcome packet um, with the link to the consultation to pay for it. I use my DOMA, so it's all in there. Yeah. Um, and then they can see the 10 steps. And then uh, once I'm at the consultation, I also bring it physically to them. And then we talk about it at, towards the end of the consultation after we've kind of decided what service. Right. Do so, you yeah. hear what's happening? You're not, are you hearing any noise from my, my demo? Because I, okay. Good. Anyway. Um, so if, but if on the call, someone was like, can you tell me a little bit about your process? Like how long does this take? How would you respond to that? Sure. So two ways I would respond is one, are you in front of your computer right now? Okay. Um, yes, then, I am. And then awesome. I will, I would then refer them to my website so that they can see full service and then we can go through it step by step. Oh, on the phone you would. Yeah. So okay. It, it's just helpful to have the visual like audio yeah. experience. Um, and if they don't have it, then I'll briefly go over each one, but then I usually just go over it real briefly and I say, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about, you know, all those 10 steps. I'm going to get into that once we are at the consultation. I'll have a nice printout. And once you book, um, I have a printout for you as well. So you can study it in case you have any questions. And then when we're at the consultation, I'll be happy to answer those for you. I'm just doing, I'm saying too much. You are saying too I, much. I am verbal diarrheaing all over these people. They're probably being scared then. Oh yeah. hundred percent. They're being scared <laughs> for sure. They're being afraid. Like, of course they are. I am like task at hand. People book the damn consultation. What are you doing? This has been really helpful. It's been a very consistent, like just, just stick to the, the goal is book the consultation. I, my issue is I assume people want to know all these things. 
So I just preemptively tell them too much. Yeah, they don't want to know. People, you know, they're, they're, they don't need to know every detail until you get into, you know, if they want to do full service, then you can tell them about it. Maybe this person, once you get into their house, they're like, you know, I really just need the designer on call or just a consultation. And I'll take it from there. Actually, you don't What's know. What's designer on call for you? Um, so that's basically just, you can pay me hourly and I will, you know, come with you shopping or pick out some stuff on an hourly basis. Um, a lot of it is going out shopping with people or it's like shopping online through like vendors and then sending them a list of here's the things that you need. Um, and it took me three hours. So, you know, here you go. And here's your bill. So, yeah. Um, and then it's a good gauge too, for when I am at the consultation and maybe it's a living room redesign and then they'll know like, so it'll probably take me, you know, 20 hours, 30 hours, whatever it is. So you can see on my website, you can actually, you know, purchase that whole package of, 20 hours or whatever and the price is listed right on there for them oh that's cool and during the consultation that's not totally the topic at hand but since we're talking about the consultation um do you let's say I'm a full service person I'm like I think I'm doing full service um we go through the consultation do what do you do for next steps for somebody who's like I want to do full service what does your consultation look like for that So the consultation is the same for everyone. So um, basically then at the end of the conversation, I'll talk to them and be like, so this is what our next steps will be. We, you either want to take the information and do it on your own. Is that something you want to do? No, it's not. Okay. Um, The next step is I can price everything out for you retail and give you a list of everything that you need uh, for your room. And then I'm going to come back in two, three weeks, whatever. And I'm going to present everything to you with a mood board and a shopping list. And then you are going to do your thing. This is, this uh, item will take me about whatever many hours. Um, So you'll be paying for the design and then you do it all on your own. Did you want to do that? Eh, No, I don't think I want to do that either. Okay. So then my last option is a full service. I have a letter of agreement here. So I would need to, so I, then I go over my letter of agreement with them. Okay. Not the contract yet. Oh. Just the letter of what's agreement. The, what's the letter of agreement in, that's different than the contract? Basically, the, my letter of agreement, it's stating that I'm going to work on the design. I'm going to start working on design for you. And um, I'm going to provide all the information for you. It's going to have mood boards and... Um, a list of everything, but it's going to be trade resources um, in like just basically stuff like that. Like I have to go back and like reread like everything all legally and stuff, but yeah. it's basically saying like, yes, I want you to work on the design and then you'll come back in two, three weeks and present the design to me. And then my contract, once I presented the design to them, goes into more detail of the execution part of it. Got it. And do you estimate for them the hours that will be for the project based on the scope? Yes. Oh, like, do you do it on the spot? Um, I do it in the, so in the letter of agreement, I talk about how long I think it's going to take me for the design part of it. And then I take a retainer. So $2,000 for the retainer. 
Um, and then I do the design and then I come back at the consultation and go over like all the numbers because then I should have like estimates and things like that if I need to. Sorry, when you say you come back at the consultation. Oh, sorry, the uh, presentation. Presentation, okay. I just wanted to clarify. Okay, cool. Okay, let's do the next call with Jessica. Okay. So obviously let's it's going to be a format. Totally. So, okay. Maybe it'll be a little smoother. Maybe you'll have some success this time. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to overcome the objections, so. Yeah, you are. Um, okay, ring, 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 ring. Hi, this is Colleen from Design. How can I help you? Um, hi, Colleen. I'm. Uh, my name's Jessica, and I um I found you just I just found you by googling online, um, and I'm just looking to get some. <coughs> sorry, I'm looking for help with like a lot of the finishing touches in my home. So I need a gallery wall. I need to source artwork. I need to choose some. I need wallpaper. Um, I'm gonna be. I have a whole bunch of shelves in the bottom, like in my, in the bottom, in my basement that need to be styled. Um, and you know, things like cushions, some area rugs, and like, I basically have all of my furniture. So I, I'm kind of like, I would like to do the shopping myself, but, um, and I have some things picked out, but I'd like, I just really like an opinion from someone, uh, who has a good eye, a better eye than me. Awesome. Well, let me grab some quick information for you. So Jessica, what's your last name? Burger. I have no idea why that's my last name. <laughs> it's not, that's not even a last name, is it? I don't know. That's delicious. <laughs> what is your address, Jessica? 75 Barter Street. We're going to roll with it. We're going to stick with the burger. <laughs> and what's your phone number? I just want to make sure I have a good contact information. Contact okay. Number. 699. Four six one six nine two one. Okay, and what's your email? Uh, barter at barter dot com. Awesome. Well, most of my clients are usually looking to do one of three things. So I'm going to go over them with you, and then you can tell me which one you think is going to fit best for you. So most of us start with an interior design consultation. And this is where I come out and I walk through your home and we discuss paint colors and window treatment ideas, lighting, styling tips, which it sounds like that's something that you definitely want, um, new furniture recommendations, and all the things that you're going to need for your project. Um, another option that a lot of people do when they work with me is what's called e-design. Um, it still starts with a consultation, but then after the consultation, some of my clients choose to have me design the room, and then they can execute on everything when you know time and budget allows. Um, so all items will be sourced retail, and a detail list will be provided to you along with the mood board so that you can see what the design looks like when it all comes together and it's all beautiful. Um, the other one is full service design, and this process starts out, with again, with the consultation. It's a 10-step process. And I handle the entire process for you from getting all the estimates to implementing the design to um, installation, everything that comes with it. And basically, I kick you out of your home on that last day for installation and you come home and it's a big reveal HGTV style. Uh, which one of these three kind of describes what you're looking for? Well, I mean, I, I'm hoping for the full service if that, um, like I... The budget that I have, like, I think, I'm not entirely sure, but, like, maybe about 2000 and I, but I don't know, like, could I do full service for something like that? 
Um, probably not. I do have some other options for you. Um, one is designer on demand. And I think that might be a good option for you. Um, but again, that usually starts with the interior design consultation. And the investment for that is $197. And um, when you move forward with that, I'm going to send you a link so that you can um, secure the appointment with a credit card. Now, tell me a little bit more about um, what kind of art you like, because I know you said you wanted some art and wallpaper, some styling, area rugs. What else about your project are you looking to have accomplished? Um, yeah, so I think, I don't know exactly. I have some pieces of art that I might work with. I have some family photos I might work with. I was hoping to kind of take some of those professional photos that we've had taken and maybe put those into a gallery wall. Um, there's this one room, <coughs> excuse me, that I, I just think like wallpaper would look really cool in there. I love me some wallpaper. I, yeah, me too. along so well. <laughs> um, and, and like, honestly, I just don't really know where the art should go. Like I, I don't have any art on my walls. I think that's the big one is like, I don't know where it should go, what size it should be and all like the scale and whatnot. So I'm just trying to, and, and like how to style shelves, for example, like I don't know how to do that without it looking like a hot mess of just crap that my sons are going to put in there and not put back carefully and all that. Awesome. So yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like a really fun project. Um, so what are one to two goals that you have for this project? I just want the space to feel a little more pulled, more pulled together and feel like it's like, just feels like it's finished more than it. Right now it's just like furniture. Okay. And nothing really, you know, it's just like, yeah, furniture here and there without any real personal touch. So it's a house, but you want to make it look like a home. That's right. Awesome. Um, so uh, another kind of question that I have is what are one to two goals? Uh, do you have any other decision makers that you have in your house? Um, so my husband, but I, he's fine. He doesn't care about this kind of thing. So he just lets me do my thing and he'll, as long as I'm not putting like pink things everywhere, he's and which I wouldn't do anyway. Um, so he doesn't really want to be too involved. He's just happy to have me do it. He's got a real happy wife, happy life philosophy. So yeah. Lucky lady. Lucky lady. I am a lucky lady. Yeah. So does he have any- this is me wishing my own husband was like this. Anyway. Does um, he have any goals that we we want to um, implement as well? Have you talked to him about this? Well, yeah. Basically, we just need to make sure it's not too feminine. Okay. So we need to get a little bit of a man in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, not too masculine either, but like, yeah, not too feminine. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I gotcha. So I think um, the next thing that we need to do, the next step is to book the interior design consultation. Um, So I have two times next week, two days next week that work best. It's uh, Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, Which day works better for you? I think you said Tuesday. Tuesday sounds great. I just have one quick question. Like what what could we accomplish um, in the consultation? Absolutely. So I'm glad you asked that question. So in the consultation, um, we accomplish a lot of different things. So I'm going to be able to talk to you about styling, what kind of pieces that you're looking for. Um, I'm going to give you some recommendations on some places you can get some really great art if you don't have art already. Um, I also have some people that I can recommend to hang your art if that's not your thing, and that's okay. Um, So it's a working appointment. So lots of information is going to be discussed. 
at that appointment. So you said Tuesday, does morning or afternoon work better for you? Uh, morning sounds great. Okay, perfect. Let's see. Um, I'm sorry, I, I have one, one more quick question. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and would you be giving me like, um, are you taking notes that are provided to me at the end of the consultation as well based on what we talk about? Yes, you can take notes if you like, but I also take detailed notes and then I type them up and you get a list of everything that we talked about within 24 hours of the appointment. Perfect. That sounds great. Perfect. So you said Tuesday in the morning, I have a nine or 11 o'clock. Which one's better for you? 11 sounds great. All right, perfect. So I am going to send a link to your email that's going to have um, the consultation information in it um, so you can book the consultation. Um, I make it really easy for you. You can pay with a credit card and um, I'm going to send you a welcome packet. Don't worry, I'm going to go over that with you at the uh, consultation as well in case you have any additional questions. But I look forward to working with you. Oh, me too. I'm very excited. Yay, thanks. All right, I will see you on Tuesday at 11. Perfect. See you then. Bye. Bye. Click. And um, I like it. Yes. Um, uh, uh, what's okay. You may have said this already, but remind me what specifically is in your welcome kit. So my welcome packet, which is still like a work in progress, to be honest, um, whose isn't. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I have, um, like expectations. So because my welcome packet is kind of generic, so I don't have like separate welcome packets if like you're a color consultation or whatever. Right. It's just one. So it's kind of what to expect um, if you're um, a full service, like if you're a full service, this is what to expect. Here are my 10 steps. Um, so, uh, and expectations a little bit about my company, the letter of agreement that. You know, if we're going to move forward, the letter of agreement is in there. The contract is not. For okay. Specific reasons. Okay. Tell me again. The difference between a letter of agreement and a contract is? For me. Yeah. It's just basically saying, I'm going to start working on your project. Are you okay with this? So that I can work on the project and then they can't call me a week later and say, Oh, by the way, um, I changed my mind. Right. So you already signed the letter of agreement and agreed to pay me for my time. Yeah. So if you want to cancel, that's fine, but you owe me for the time that I worked on your project already. Got it. A letter of agreement. And then when I'm at the presentation, then it becomes the big contract of at the end of the, pre- at the end of the, um, oh. at the end of everything, I'm going to take professional pictures if something goes awry, this is how we're going to handle it legally. Stuff like that is in the contract. Got it. Okay, got it. Yeah. So that's for me. I'm, I'm not saying everyone's like yeah. that, but mine. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what I do. And it works. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I also have, I just put in a form for Google review mm. so that people can Google review me. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, that's great. Cause it prompts you to even like, do you talk about it too? Or you just put it in there and I talk about it. I talk yeah. about everything that's in there. And then um, I do talk about referrals at the end. Um, if they have a referral, most, I bring it up like briefly because usually after the consultation, I usually book something else. Yep. So I just talk about 
you know, as long as we have such a great experience together, which I think we will, because I really like you. Um, I'll later. So I just like plant the seed of it. And then at the end of the consultation or throughout the consultation, what or throughout the like full service, what tends to happen is that, you know, full service, like you're not going to do it all in one day. Yeah. So their friends come over and they're like, Oh, I love that paint color. Oh, I love that wallpaper. And then they talk about what they're doing and then you get a referral that way. At least right. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's my biggest takeaway from this here today. It is, I even noticed it. Like I asked you a couple questions about the consultation, which I noted that you didn't feel the need to tell me, which I really like. It's like, you just give what is needed as far as like, I, you just, it's like, and it's very similar to the, one of the other calls I had where she was like, the less you say, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could talk yourself, you could basically do the reverse and say more than, uh, so I like that you basically, if somebody asks, you'll tell them, but you didn't feel the need to say, um, what was my, oh, what we would, what we could accomplish in the consultation unless they ask. Right. You didn't feel the need to say, that they would get a summary consultation summary notes after the consultation, unless she asked. So I really, anyway, I've really basically learned that I just need to reel it in. I need to write down exactly what needs to be said. I'm going to listen to your calls over and over because you were very, I like that you were very, both calls went the exact same way. Like whether the client answered, responded differently, but it was really good. The second time I noted that you said the consultation, uh, price and then you were like so what else are your goals with the with the uh and also you didn't I also keep digging more about the scope at the beginning I'm always like oh like do you need window treatments do you need rugs do you need this and I'm like starting to identify the scope on the discovery call and that's not necessary either no no so I, that's I what the consultation is for because then you can also when you're at the consultation be like Oh, so, you know, what about window treatments? I, you know, we could update those and, you know, we could get some really nice pillows in here. So that's where you're flowing with your ideas in the home and not on the call. Right. Um, on an unrelated note, just cause I, you're here and I'm talking to you, we're talking consultations. Um, do you ever, do you ever find, do you ever get clients who are like, well, what do you think? What kind of fabric would you use for this? Like what kind of, what color pillows would you do? Like to me, those are so, there's so many more things we need to identify before I can give those. How do you, do you get questions like that? And what is your response to that? Because to me, it feels too specific for, for me to identify. So like just walking into the consultation and like the living room and they're like, what color would you do for my pillow? Yeah. Like what kind of rug would you get here? Whereas I'm like, I don't know, maybe are you, do you feel like you can answer questions like that in your consultation? I do. Sometimes I usually follow it up with more questions before I answer their questions and dig a little deeper. Like what kind of rug are you thinking? Do you want, you know, is there pets in here? Are there children in here? Like how often are we using this room? Is it just a looking room? Like, you know, like your grandma's like house. Yeah. Yeah. You just said like a looking room, like you couldn't actually go in there. Yeah. Are we, is this a looking room or is this like, are we actually using this room before I really answer those questions? Because sometimes it's just like taking me around and it's like a one-off thing. Yeah. But what I usually do is then say, 
I have a lot of rugs that I can source. So um, that's not a problem. So with one of our services, you know, that I have, I'm sure I can find you the perfect rug for this room. Right. Okay. So basically the idea being like, I'm not going to tell you specifically what rug you're going to get here because I can't do that in a minute. Something like, you know, wool or, you know, whatever. Um, But as far as like picking one out, I can. Like a pattern. Yeah. I can roll that into my service. Yeah. Like things that I'll say generally like, because the drape, for example, well, I, we could do a solid, we could do tone on tone. We could do a pattern. Like there's a lot of variables about this person that I haven't identified yet. Like there's a lot more to making, but sometimes I find clients are asking those very specific like questions like, well, what pattern would you do? And it's like, well, that's not necessarily an answer. Like, there's not one right answer to that. Right. And like, you know, I generally like to get to know a client a bit more and understand, like, the uh, you know, everything plays off of each other. It's not an like an isolated decision kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I'm just curious about that. Okay. Well, that was amazing. I am excited to share these with people. It's funny to me because these calls that I'm having with you guys, like you being the third that I've had now feel very simple but like this is not what I have been doing (laughs) like I said I've been verbally vomiting on people and I now I now realize based on these calls that I just need to reel it in I think a script would be really good for you and remember the client doesn't know that you're reading from a script yeah um they just kind of just go with what you're asking. So uh, I would stick to more of a script-like format. Yeah. Um, I think that will help. I will send you mine and you can tweak it. You're the best. What you would like. And then if you want to put it in the show notes or whatever, like the document. Sure. uh, You know, go ahead and do that. And then people feel free to take it and use it word for word or tweak it to your business. Obviously you don't want to say Colleen Prime design because that would probably not be great. Yeah, but, that'd be awkward. <laughs> but um, you know, the general format is there to get all your information, give them what they need, the objection of the call, book that consultation. And right. when you're on the phone with them. Remember the difference between a question and an objection. Right. And I think we'll elaborate on that even right now for everybody. So a question is more like, can you tell me more about that consultation? And an objection is I need to talk to my spouse. Okay. What would you say to that? So if someone, before we go, why don't you share some of the common objections and your responses? That's a great, great idea. All right, let's do it. Okay. So common, um, a common objection is I need to talk to my spouse. So generally that is a smoke screen when someone says I need to talk to my spouse, meaning they have probably already talked to their spouse and it's a nice way to say, yeah. I don't really want to work with you. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when someone says I need to talk to my spouse, you can say, you know, I totally understand. This is a really big decision. Um, what do you think your spouse is going to say when you talk to them? Have you already talked to them before we were on this phone call? What did they have to say? It also goes back to um, the tie down earlier in the call when I asked about your spouse or your significant other or whatever, what are one to two of their goals? 
that generally flushes out the, I need to talk to my spouse objection because I've already talked to you and you have already told me like you're the decision maker or my husband's going to be here. So I don't get the, I need to talk to my spouse all that much because I've already flushed it out in the call. Oh, it's like, okay. When you say flush it out, it basically means like, if you're going to give me an objection because you're just like never going to work with me, you can't use that one because you've already told me. Okay. Yeah. So then when they're like, oh, I need to talk to my husband. And then I can go back and say, oh, well, I thought his like objection was that he just wanted it to be, he just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like too girly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, so he's probably on board with everything. So let's go ahead and book that. Oh my God, that's so hard to do. It can be hard for some people and it does feel Yeah. I did sales for a long time. So You did. You definitely did. But it's, it's tying things down. So that's why I always ask about the significant other. They Here's the thing. I noticed that you never asked about budget. No, because my objection is to get the consultation. And when I get there, I can either just have the consultation and then you are going to run with it. Maybe if your budget is $2,000, I can give you all the suggestions. I'm already, I've already got paid for this consultation. So I already Uh have your money, right? Yep. Yep. And so if your budget is only 2000, I can give you tons of recommendations so that you can implement your $2,000 budget. And then that's one of these, you know, one off, you know, consultations that you just did your consultation and that's it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. I'm not, I mean, I'm concerned about your budget. I'm not going to say like, I don't care about people's budgets. Yeah. With a discovery call, I want to get in your door. Yeah. And then sell you on what I have. Because maybe your, you know, your budget's $100,000. Well, if someone says to you on the phone, like, my budget's $100,000, what's your general reaction? Kind of like, oh, like a little nervous. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be jumping up for joy. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, where do I get you to sign that? But then your voice yeah. changes and your Yeah, changes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, God, there's so much food for thought right now. Because you're right. Uh, when I see that budget... And it's too low. I'm like a little bit. Uh, you're probably off. down. You're like turned okay, off. Okay, that sounds great. And then you don't like, for lack of a better term, you don't sell as hard to get the consultation because yeah. oh crap, it's only two thousand dollars. Yeah. And then oh. you're missing out on your consultation fee that you would get. Yeah. And you know what else was an aha for me, actually? Um, I do want to keep talking more about objections. Are you okay for time? I'm okay for time. Yeah. Um, because, uh, what, what am I saying right now? Oh yeah. The, what I have, what I've been struggling with is like, I want to design at the same level for everyone because of my perfectionism, my perfectionist nature. And like what I've recently realized is that when someone comes at me with a $2,000 budget, I can help them. But the difference is, and this is again, Andrew McQueen, shout out to her again. She's like, you're just not getting a bespoke design. Like, it's going to be a little more like, you know what? Like, you, they can't have expectations to exit a consultation and have like Studio McGee's living room, you know? Yeah. Right? 
Um, but I'm always afraid that that is still going to be their expectation. And I'm terrified internally of like not being able to deliver that. And I'm just like very afraid of small budgets as a result of that. And I think I just need to be able to like, yeah, what do you, I, what do you want to say about it? What are your, so I would say, you know, as small budgets go, um, I forgot to say, well, like one of the things I put in my packet is good, better, best. Yep. Um, and then we, you know, once I'm at the consultation, we talk about it. And if they're like, well, I only have $2,000. I say, you know, you can get some good things for $2,000. I would save up a little bit for some good quality things. So for example, if you want a couch, you know, I would save a little bit for a good quality couch because a good quality couch is going to be, you know, three to $5,000. Um, so save for that. And it's okay. Like not everyone has the HGTV budget and we can't all renovate our home all at the same time. So don't feel like, you know, you have to do that or that's all that I see. I said, most people that, you know, I talk to, it's one room at a time. And, you know, yes, there are some whole houses, but most people are one room at a time and that's okay. Yeah. So, like reassuring them. Yeah. That, that's okay to do. Um, and then again, I still made my money from my consultation. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And, you know, and there's a lot to be said for like getting a few in and out projects where you're like, yeah paid for my consultation and now we're done. And I, you know, like I could do four of those a month, eight of those a month, whatever that looks like. And it's like yeah. very low stress. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I don't hate that at all. No. And don't, don't worry about, you know, like I said, don't worry about budget right away until you're in the house and then you can find something that works for them. Um, maybe they'll be like, well, I said two, but I actually have like 10 that I could do. Well, yeah. you're, they're not going to tell you that on that first call until yeah. maybe they know you a little bit better and have kind of got a feel for you. And then they're like, oh, I feel more comfortable. I actually have more money than I told you. Yeah, that's totally fair. What are some other objections that, that someone might get? Um, I'm talking to other designers. What? I don't know who said anything like that. Paula. Paula was her name. Okay. So what is, what are your hot take on that? So I'm talking to other designers. So I try to do the shopping thing. So notice when I talk to you yep. about like a dress or whatever, pick something. Most people, when they have found something they love, they stop shopping. Yeah. So I always say, what are you looking for that you have not found? Right. Because that's going to tell me, oh, well, I just, I just didn't connect with the other designer that I talked to or... I want to call around to get pricing. So that's going to tell me, oh, they're budget conscious. So that tells me a couple things about them without having them to say, I'm really budget conscious. Yeah. So you kind of have to read a little bit in between the lines. Right. Um, if someone is trying to work with another designer, I do tend to ask them, like, have you looked at the other designers? Why did you call me? Um, you know, what about me did you like, like stuff like that. So that I can kind of get the feel for them and why they did reach out to me as opposed to the other ones. Or did they call me first? Yeah. Last, like what's kind of the, the issue? Yeah. But I don't have people shot me too much because I do a lot on Facebook. So people yeah. generally have already decided that they want to go with me before they call. Yeah. But for the designers out there that don't have that luxury, 
um, you do have to sell yourself a little bit. So I would have two or three talking points of, you know, why you should go, why your client, that potential client should go with you as opposed to another designer in your area. Like right. really family friendly. I have kids too. So it works out well. Like I totally understand that your baby's going to be there at the consultation. Um, Cause you want to find something you can connect to. Yeah. So on one of yours, um, you said wallpaper. And I also was like, I love wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. So find something that they're talking about that you're like, oh, I love that too. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So because people want to feel connected to you because people will buy you. They um, won't necessarily buy on price. They buy on emotion. For sure. Okay. What other objections do we have? Trying to um, those myself. Are the two big ones. What about, um, so I have some hypersensitivities to some things. And one of them is like people wanting something done too fast. People wanting to what? People wanting like their project to be done like right away. And it's like, I can't start your project right away. Um, Do you ever have people who talk about timeline stuff that is just not realistic? And how do you handle that? I tell them right away, you're not realistic. (laughs) Good. Okay. So if someone calls me and so now is a perfect example, I am super pregnant. Oh, um, are you? I didn't even know that. Pregnant. You did tell me that. I think maybe I had no idea. <laughs> so, um, so I'm having people call me and they're like, Oh, I have this kitchen renovation that I want to work with you on. And it's like, that project sounds awesome. I can start that in like August. Right. So, so just be upfront. You know, people are people. Um, tell them like, you know, your project sounds great, or let's do the consultation in, you know, three weeks. That's when the next available that I have. As long as you're upfront, like okay. And then also too, um, maybe even if you don't have anything the next week, I said the next week just for role play purposes, but. If you are going to go to an amazing doctor, would you like a doctor that's like, I have an opening today at four, or would you like that doctor that's like, I have an opening in three weeks and it's my only opening for another month? Yeah. Would you go with? Yeah. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And it's like, generally speaking for me, I'm able to book a consultation much quicker. Like I'm like, let's book the consultation. We can book something as early as next week, depending on the week, but, um, we'll be getting started on the project. You know, I will give you a better idea exactly on when that timeline is based on when we firm up the details of the project and this and that, but it's probably not, you know, maybe for another few weeks, yeah. um, but I'd love to, I'd love to get this project like kick off things so that we can get you locked into the calendar. So, okay. I feel good about that then. I, and I agree. And I often say like, you know, it's probably, you'll probably be hard pressed to find a designer who can start your project like immediately. And I'd probably be a little like iffy on that. Even if yeah. that, like if you could find somebody like that, that's just kind of the way I try to like sell it in too. Cause like you do want somebody who's in demand, I would think. Yeah, you do. So don't say like, yeah, and I can start your project, you know, on Monday and it's Friday. Like, oh, nerve wracking there. Like, aren't you busy with other things too? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, you know, make sure there's some time there. And that's why too, after the consultation, if it goes to a presentation, I always say like, 
minimum two to three weeks because I need time to design it and get in samples. Yeah. So that's, um, what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Um, see, I'm just like constant. I feel like, again, I'm always like, you don't even ask about their timeline, right? Like you don't even go. I do at the consultation. Right. Okay. You know what I think is the key here is like, uh, this is a couple of things. I've heard this a few times now is like, you want to get people into your process deep enough where they've invested time in you, where it's a little harder for them to like, want to back, like to abort mission. Like for example, the contractor, he just came down while we were talking and like, we didn't talk about timeline necessarily. Um, and I, while I wanted to start right away, like I do, I want to start right now, but I also was like, I get it. That's fine. But we didn't necessarily get into that right away. And I, and I, at that point too, I'd invested time in him and I liked him and I'm like, I'm not going to start this all over again. Right. So I think the key is, like you said, iron out some of those details in the consultation. I'm going to take this all for a test drive. This has been amazing. I'm so happy to have talked to you. Like, like I said, it's all very simple, but it's like none of the things I was doing. I think this is going to be really helpful for people. I, I hope so. I hope so. And like I said, you know, the script, take it and, you know, do your thing, rework it. But I follow the main script and I have found, and even in my past sales experience, when you follow a script, you do better than someone that just tries to wing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I kind of wish, I can't, I wish I had just recorded my my some of my calls before so that I could share with you guys how bad it was I mean it's like I'm saying it's so bad like I've still managed to do just fine but I really do think that I have been scaring people away you know what it is I've been oversensitive to certain things like budget uh timeline and I think I've just overcompensated by trying to manage expectations too early in the process. Yeah, I think so. Um, just based on, you know, what you said, especially with budget and timeline, people can hear the tone in your voice. Um, if their budget is too low or if you're excited because their budget is too high. Or there's yeah. never high. No one ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if your budget's real high, then they, then they can hear you get excited about that. And that can scare people. Yeah. Once they've invested, you know, two hours is still a long time in someone's home. Yep. You know, that's obviously very personal space and they'll feel comfortable with you then or they won't. Right. Um, And, you know, talk and laugh and try to find something in common. Yeah. And make the sale and move forward with your design. Because again, we're salespeople. Yeah, we are, sadly. Uh, Okay, I'm going to throw in one final question. I keep saying that. What, how do you handle, like, do you ever get real bad vibes off people? Either just like, you're like, I'm just getting a bad vibe. What do you do in those situations where you're like, I feel like this is not somebody I want to work with? Um, I've only got that one time. Okay. Um, generally, the people I work with, my target market is a lot of moms and women that I work with. Um, just it works out that way. That's who I target because I'm a mom and I have kids, so it works out really well. Um, I have that one person that I felt uncomfortable with. Like it's just we weren't meshing at the design consultation, 
And I, it was a gentleman and I told him at the end, like, well, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, however, I actually don't feel like we really connected. So if you would still like to work with a designer, I'm going to refer you to someone else. Did you want right. a referral or did you want to try to handle this on your own? So, yeah, okay. Yep. I'm like, I'm just like probably too honest with people. Um, I I'm wish I was like, I'm not feeling this. Like, again, like I said, it's only happened one time. Um, but I, I just don't think we're going to work well together. Um, I think we should part as friends. Or yeah. however you want to say it. Yeah. And, and regardless, you gave them lots of value during that two yeah. hour time. So you feel fine. Cause yeah. Okay. That's great advice. All right, Colleen, tell everybody where they can find you and where they can follow you on social media, all that good stuff. So you can follow me on social media on um, my, uh, I just have like a you can Facebook friend if you want, it's just Colleen Prim. You can follow my business page, Colleen Prim Design. Again, I have a personal like Facebook group that is for clients only, so please don't try to yeah. come into that. But if you want to know more about it, I was on Luann Magara's podcast, A Well-Designed Business, and I talked about it, and that was episode oh, 359. Sure. So you can listen to that or you can send me a message or email me or direct message me and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. You can follow me on Instagram at Colleen Design. I'm, I'm not on that as much as I post Facebook, but I'm there too. Amazing. This is good timing too because I'm hearing some sort of hammering happening upstairs right now. So it's like perfect timing. Thank you so much for doing this. I super appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Thank you for rescheduling on like that day that we rescheduled. We worked until 10 p.m. getting everything into this basement for the runner that was starting. It was just poor planning on my part. Um, I got a little eager. I got a little overzealous about these calls and I was like trying to make it work. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like we have a reno starting tomorrow and we of course procrastinated because as everybody knows, that's how I do. So anyways, thank you so much. Have an awesome weekend. Thanks. I do want to say one more thing to you. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I I listened to your podcast too, obviously. Thank you. Um, But I remember one of your podcasts, you had mentioned one of your goals was to get on your local TV. Yeah. So I've done that. Okay. I, I go on my local morning show. Yeah. So I've done it twice and they, um, this year that was one of my goals as well. Yeah. So, um, when I pitched them, so just for your information too, when yes. you it, I looked up the ratings for all of the morning shows in Cleveland. So you're in Toronto, right? Yeah. So look up the morning shows in Toronto and I picked the one that had the highest ratings. Okay. Clearly. Cause I want most viewership and yeah. I pitched the producer. So I emailed the producer. How did you do that? How'd you so, find the producer's contact info? So it's they're usually on the websites. Yeah. Okay. So they should have producer name and information. They're going to have like a general box, like, you would like to submit an idea for this. Like, don't use a general box because that usually Okay. So okay. find the producer's email. Okay. Um, when I pitched them, I, you know, said a little bit about my company and I gave them 10 ideas for segments. Okay. So it wasn't just like one, like, I'll just yeah. do 
you know, bookshelf styling for you. It was 10 different things. And I was like, if you like any of these, let me know. And if it works out, we can, you know, pick one. And then if it works out further down the road after we've already done one and you want to do more, I'll be happy to do more. So within 24 hours, they emailed me. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Said yes. That's incredible. And so we got it scheduled and before I had even packed up for my first segment, they asked me to come back. Wow. So you could totally do it. And I was, yes. obviously this was like, this was in March and then I did another one in April. They, I, so I was totally pregnant. So don't be like, oh, I can just, I just don't look good on TV. Like I'm super yeah. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to do it. I did some, I did a Google for the Maryland Dennis show and I found um, like a submission link. I'm like, part of me is like not convinced that it's a current link. But anyways, I Googled it and I I had to submit a video. I did all that. I mean, that was weeks ago now, nothing happened. I've submitted some other ones, but I don't, I haven't, I have gotten no replies, but I haven't, I don't think for like another one I did, I got, I had the right email. I think it was a really generic email. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep trying though. That's great advice. I'm going to look into that and maybe I'll just start with like a morning show because these weren't morning shows, but I'll start by doing that because there's like breakfast television. There's Yeah. And if you like look at it, like, I don't know about your area, but mine, they, it's kind of like that today show format where it's like little segments of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I started because that seemed to be a good market for it. So it wasn't like news news. It was more like the morning, like fun time. Yeah. 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 I and love it. More than one idea so that they can pick and feel like they're yeah. in control. Um, yeah. So I've done two. And then this last one I did, they're like, let us know when you're ready to come back after you have your baby. We want you to come back. That's amazing. Congratulations. So, That's awesome. You could totally do it. Have people been like, oh, I saw you on TV. Yes. I've That's had fun. people call me for projects. That's and, great. And then they're, you know, people locally too are like, oh my God, I saw you on TV. You're a TV star. I'm like, a uh, star is like, that's, yeah. No, no. But <laughs> it was on like twice people. Yeah. Like yeah. But yeah. it's still like really good exposure and it, like, you're totally legit that way too. Like, no, yeah. I'm really a designer. Like, I'm on TV. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. This. And then you can put it on your website too. So Amazing. for people to that, like, oh, because I did design trends and then I did a front entryway. So then people can see that too and see what kind of design things. So you can do it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening to my podcast that you're currently on. <laughs> you don't have to put it's that away. Yeah. Uh, edit that part out. But. No, I'm going to keep it. I'm keeping it all. Uh, but thank you again. I appreciate it because I know you have like a babysitter right now taking care of your other one. So yeah. yeah. I have two oh, okay there you go number three is happening well good luck to you on that yeah <laughs> the luck i can get with three yeah babies. oh my god anyways have an awesome weekend i'll talk to you later okay thanks you too bye bye